moved on by um, Officer Bob Brady. <laughs> Sorry, Barbara. Folk podcast. Hopefully, you can hear us. We're just outside the Colliery Tavern. Uh, we're going to do one of those on the fly ones, and hopefully, my editing's good enough to block out everyone else that's around us. But uh, I'm not saying out in the rain uh, to get me phone wet. So, there you go. But, uh, Brad, are you with us? How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, very good. Um, I'm absolutely soaking wet. I've just finished my first pint, so yeah, I'm in a very good mood. Yeah. Can't wait for the game. Good weather for ducks. Ross, you all right? Hi, spot on. Same as Brad. First pint done on the second. How are the lads? I've had two Pepsi Maxes. <laughs> Living the dream. I am, mate, I am. Um, first things first, obviously, at the time of speaking, I think it's about half past two, just before half past two, so we've got the team. Uh, Ross, I'll come to you first, not really what I expected. In some ways, like, I expected maybe Dennis Serkin to come in, maybe Pritchard to come in, but uh, I think it's probably the benefit of Sunderland at the minute that like, you can't really complain with any team that we put out to be honest at the minute no exactly everyone's performing well and I think unless he did look a bit tired so maybe you might see him come off earlier today and certain done well whenever he's came on but he's also just come back from a, an injury and a concussion so maybe they want to ease him in gently that's one change I was expecting but yeah confident we've got options off the bench now as well so whoever plays I'm confident that we can get a result especially at home where we pick up lately can I be honest I completely forgot that Lee Hadge was a thing until I seen him on the team sheet and I was like oh yeah that golden boy guy that we got from Lille but uh, it was brilliant last week when he came on for like 10 minutes he's nice, not really sharp nice couple of touches he looked dangerous didn't he Brad same sort of thing uh, surprised in some ways I would have probably played Sergin but as I said during the week I think on the on the SMB was the reason that I do podcasts and not manage football teams because I know don't know what just happened there Arsenal <laughs> Arsenal have just scored. Ah, fantastic. We're going to have um, to leave that in. Brad. Yes. So, for me, I'm a bit different. I expected the changes that have happened. I think we've just reverted back to the team that's done as well. Um, Mowbray said these players weren't dropped through the week. They were rested. They've had the rest. They're back in. But the players who came in for them have performed well. Now it's a fight for these shirts. Everyone has to be at the, on top of the game, otherwise we've seen there's players waiting to come in now and it's, it's, it can, that can only be positive with the running that's coming up now. Ross, Bristol City feel like, and I don't mean, I mean this in the best possible way, they don't seem the kind of team that I would be worried about at home, but the nine, ten unbeaten, ten unbeaten, not all of them have been wins, I think three of the last four have, but uh, I think it's a tougher game than people think today, isn't it? Definitely, you look at the form table, they're right up there. Um, we've got a young lad called Sam Bell who's leading the line for Madeira, who every time I've watched him, I've been really impressed with him. I know he's mentioned on the preview podcast by one of the guys. Alex Scott as well. Alex Scott, yeah, playing for the 19s England. They've got some good young players, the same as us, so I think they're going to come to win as well, which is which is a nice change considering uh, anti-football Redden last week, who got beat again playing anti-football I'm last night. I've never heard of these fucking players you're talking about until you play them. So for me, it's another game where I think, beat these, beat these. Yeah. I think the last time I've done a live one, I said that against Blackpool Road, didn't I? So. Aye. <laughs> I've never done it before one, so I could be the golden touch to break Brad's jinx. To be fair, I feel like, I don't know, I'm not massively confident today, if I'm completely not honest with you. I know I said 1-0 in the preview, but the reason I'm not confident is just low averages. There's no real rhyme or reason behind it. It's just like we haven't lost a stupid game 1-0 at home for ages, and I just have this 
weird feeling, but I've had weird feelings before and been absolutely fine, and it ultimately it means now. But um, I, th- I think if we've been honest with each other, taking away that kind of like slight negative feeling that I have that's come from no scientific thought whatsoever, our players on paper, the form we're in, should be enough to win this game at home. I think away from home, different game, but at home, we're looking better at home. Oh yeah, looking better at home. Um, you asked us a few weeks ago, what does these results mean in the context of the season? And this is one the IE marked towards the end of that mini run we had. And I said, well, ask, ask us again after the Bristol game. Now, if we come after this one and we've won, that's the first time we've put three three wins off the bounce coming into the business end of the season. That will be absolutely huge for our season now. Three wins on the spin. Oh, I'm there in a dream now. Three, three wins on the spin would be the first time we've done it in the championship since I think 2014. I can't remember who it was against, like, because we definitely didn't win three games in the championship last time we were in. Ah, so maybe Danny Collins was playing that the last time. Actually, 2014 would have been the Premier League. I'm talking straight. I don't know. Maybe about 2000. The right game season, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. I mean, in the championship, so we just have to be careful. I think. Oh, mate, Danny Collins would have been playing then. You would have been. That's another record you're going for, Danny. And to be fair, I think like coming at the game of the day, everyone's buzzing just like and excited to see the team play, which is a lovely change because last season it was a mood was different. I were winning, they were probably in the same position for a lot of the time, especially on Alex Neil. But there was so much pressure on it, like we needed to get out. This one, it feels like the opportunity's there to take it, but there's, there's no pressure on the lads. And I think Mo- uh, Mowbray's dealt with it really well. He's took the pressure off the lads. He hasn't got carried away. And I think the fan base are very realistic as well. Like, imagine if it, last season, if it was nil-nil with three minutes to go, the stadium would have been on edge. It would have been horrific. Would have been thinking, oh, here we go again. Yeah, everyone was, uh, everyone was just so supportive, and it felt like, oh, I keep going, keep going. And it's it's a bit of a compliment that teams are coming here for a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. We finished fifth in League One last season, so the progress is mint, and I'm just excited, excited to watch something again, which is it's just mint. I don't like to make outlandish statements, but I think our form coupled with how well how well we've done this season, coupled with the pace we've got, coupled with the fact that, and I'm going to stand by this, we're the biggest side in the championship. Yeah, in terms of that. everything, fan base potential. Yeah. Fan base is, but financially, we're, we're very what money we sent. So. Yeah, actually, I did. I did think about that. Actually, um, I did think We've got about that. Jobs worth asking us to move again. I know. I know. I've seen that. So. Not, not a good time. Um, one thing I would say is that when it comes to quick question before we shoot off because we're getting moved anyway but I think one big question for me a lot of people said it's too soon to go up really short Brad too soon to go up by the right time right time for me I've always said you go up when you deserve it and if we go up we get a lot of money just give us a second you go up when you deserve it and you get the money um, so yes. we have been moved on, but Brad, the question is, was it too soon to go up? Uh, so it's not too soon to go up, because if you go up, you can still stick with this model, but you've got money in the bank then. Yeah. And you, you can sort of, rather than, I mean, we're picking off some great players and great academies, but we can start getting some players with a lot more maybe Premier League experience who are young lads as well. You don't have to deviate from the model, but we've got that money in the in the coffers. And if we don't, if we come straight back down, we can still go with the same plan we've got. 
because we've got a lot more money behind us. That's you play, fine. You play football to win. If we're winning games, we get promoted by winning, and we won. Right. Simple as that. I mean, my 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 argument and my own question on that was: hopefully, we don't get beat today because we're getting promoted. We're going to like right dicks on here. We're going to be three 0 now. But you know what? <laughs> beat, I'm still going to be confident in this team. Like, oh, we're yeah. great. On top right. of that, as well, though, like I'm not going to be devastated if we don't. Like. I'm not going to sit and be like, oh my God, I haven't got promoted, everything's terrible. A bit like last season. If we don't, we don't. Like, I still believe in what we're doing. But I think someone raised a really good point on Twitter. I can't remember who it was, so forgive me for not um, giving you the credit to this. But you can't pick and choose promotion. No. It's a long way to go. Just enjoy each game, one game at a time. And just enjoy watching the football we're playing with a good manager and some players who have got huge potential and promise. Playing at a, the atmosphere is good. Everybody's buzzing. Just enjoy the ride. The only reason I want to go up really is so we keep all of that mad for another year. <laughs> and then uh, try and keep your phone dry and when it ended. Hopefully, yeah. a bit more positive at the end of the game. Cheers for listening. Uh, sorry for standing on the ramp. One minute to the Colliery Tavern. Right, uh, half time. Don't normally do this, but uh, joined by just Ross because Brad, well, Brad's too far away. I think. I think he's South Stand. I don't think he's that far away. But uh, we're also, we're previously joined by Frankie, I think, and Gary Hours whilst we're here, but they're not going to be joining us on the pod. Rossy, all right? I'm good. Good, good. Um, weird game. I said before, off recording. It's we've played some decent stuff in parts like Mitchu's been unbelievable like where's he been all season <laughs> unreal but uh, yeah they're, they're a good side actually they're, they're better than I thought they'd be they've got some good forward players but other than that one brain fart where they nearly scored nothing's really happened has it um, obviously at the opposite end of the pitch but that's that looked like an unbelievable save yeah he did get a hand away which is really good so um, then we had the corner where nobody decided to stop the short corner which was frustrating but once we switched on and we got the ball down, I think we've been good. They look dangerous. They've got some good wing players. I mean, he's given Hume probably his biggest test I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, it's hoying it down as well. Like, it's absolutely battering it down. Struggling to see your points. To be fair, I'm struggling to see your points. By the way, can I just point out that I absolutely fucking love Tears for Fears. Who? Tears for Fears. Oh, great tune, I. Awesome. But yeah, there's like there's not much to talk about really. I thought, from our end, I thought Gilhart should have done better with the chance that was put back to him by Clark. But it was a very we're talking like other than their shot that hit the post, nothing's happened. He needs a goal like Gilhart, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I'm starting to get a bit worried now. Very, yeah. He's getting in Will Green territory now, where he works hard, but which is mad really because it's like we're literally talking off games in, then we're like, oh, we're worried, but like I. I d- <sighs> It's just the way of a football fan sometimes, isn't it? Like, yeah. I think at times, is, at times as well, I think he's coming too deep, which is not helping Roberts and Ahmad either, because then they're stuck in like a little triangle with no out ball where you're used to having someone out there. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's everywhere else, apart from Blackpool, who are beating Stoke. It's 0 0. 1 1, so it's, it's, it's so tight. I think everyone's at the part of the season now where they really don't want to lose. Yeah. Maybe that's contributing to a few cagey games. But I think we need to just be a bit more braver on the, with the final ball, the way Mishu's got to be behind. I think Clark's done well. Unless he has left Clark on his own, so it's him v three players, which has frustrated me a bit. But I can see defensively why he's holding back due to their pace. On the, it's all a very iffy, in it? It's just like one of them so far at half-time. Yeah, I feel like I feel Roberts has been brilliant. I've counted three nutmegs so far from Roberts. Um, the chance for Roberts when he, he did not make the, the left back, I think it was the left back, 
I think it was Callas, it might have been Callas actually, um, and he sort of got into the box and then gave it to Joffy that was a bit behind him. But yeah, I, that one was behind him, it's a Clark one, I'll care to him, that was more the chance he should have done better with. I would have shot if I was Roberts, I would have went for the goal. I, I, I kind of seen the net ready to ripple a bit like he did last week, I don't really know why he passed it, it felt like a... I don't know, maybe because he did it last week and he scored, he thought, oh, well, this week I'll pass it. But for me, I, I would have went for the, the, the shot there. Like, Yeah, I feel like it takes to try in too much and then sometimes we're just... Just the ball, the final ball's missing. It's just a, a cagey-type game where I think a bit of genius or a massive error is going to open it up. Like, they, they, the player they did, for, the bit of player they had before they hit the post and the same by Patterson was brilliant. And I'd, I'd argue, other than that and the Roberts run, that's the only bit of real quality that's been on the pitch, apart from Mitchell's balls in behind, which unfortunately have given often. But seeing Mitchell's vision now, which to me, if I was Galhart Roberts Hillman, I'd be playing on the last man a lot because he's going to find you if you, get, if, you, if you get on the last man. But yeah, it's they're better than I thought they'd be. Yeah. I think that's fair to say they're in a good form for a reason, and you can see why they're. They look like a team of confidence, I would say. Not necessarily a team with bags of quality, but a team with confidence, which can sometimes make up for any kind of, especially in this division, like lack of quality. But, yeah. but, but for me, and maybe I'm going to be wrong, but um, I think when we have Gelder on the pitch, if there's one thing I think that would help him, in games like this especially, I think it's crying out for a pitcher. Yeah, someone who can go close to him and link up. Yeah. But then who do you take off to? I don't think any of the midfielders have particularly played bad, but it's I see it, we've mentioned this before, it's good options to have. We've got oh, so I many know. people who could get involved, but so far it's um I it's it's one of them where if you think of it isn't for Patterson we're coming one 0 down, you're very disappointed to be one 0 down because Yeah, I think so. You know, other than that they haven't really that little five minute spell where I say we shut the bed a bit and they got their tails up. But, I do yeah. feel like if you have Ross Stewart on the pitch, we're one out of ourselves, to be fair. But it's Butter Maybe's then Yeah, that's matter. it. It's all very Butter Maybe's. And I think, like you say, we played good stuff in the middle of the park. We're getting our final third, we're just a bit lacking in ideas on that final pass. So Some of those uh, switches, man, the 40 yard pings from, like, I think the first one was Dan Neal, one was from Jack Clark, one was from Roberts. It might be Mishu, not Dan Neal, but some of the, like 40 yard pings to switch and play, like, bloody hell. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Great ball. I think we're just, when we get the ball, we need to be a bit more quicker and a bit more. I don't know, braver, a bit more brave and making that final pass, take the risk. Sometimes we're looking back every time rather than on the edge of the box instead of just taking the run inside. And when Roberts did get past, we say we created a great opportunity. So, aye, it's, it's a weird, it's, I don't know, it's just, I feel comfortable with us, but I also know that like one goal can change. The first goal's huge in this game. We get it. I think the tails will be up, but I think if they get it, we might panic a bit. Yeah, I think so as well. I think first goal's massive. I think, um, you're talking about before about breaking the lines of it. That's where it's a bit more of a Pritchard game for me. Like I think I think Amar's played well, but like Amar had another gear to go up. To be fair to him, so maybe give him the first 10, 15, and then if we were going to make a change, which I probably would if nothing changed in 10, 15, it would probably be Pritchard for me. But um, before I let you go, obviously we didn't do score predictions. I didn't on the preview show before the game. I forgot because we got marched out by that lady who was demanding we got off the ramp. Um, off the ramp immediately. But I, I'm, I'm going to stick with. I know I said I feel a bit nervous, and I still do a bit because of low ravages, but I think we'll make it 1 0. I think it's going to go 1 0 either way. I can't decide which way. I just feel like it's one of them games where a bit of brilliance or a defensive error will contribute to the world. So yeah. Hopefully it's our way. Fingers crossed, mate. If uh, you're listening to this, you'll know by now. So uh, if it's our way, keep listening. If it's not probably turn off now if I were you aye but we'll, we might dissect it a bit better than that at the end or we could just say fuck it and we get beat 
like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe <laughs> to the What The Four podcast. Sick now. Um, <laughs> inches away from having another correct prediction, which is uh, not really often that I'm correct. Uh, Ross, I think, ultimately, probably deserved draw for Bristol City, if I'm completely not the honest. Uh, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of it. Um, but I think 1-1, immediate feeling. Aye, the same. I think both teams had chances. Both, both keepers had to make good saves. And it's a genius but goal by Clark, which he's, he's producing more of now. As soon as he left his foot, I was behind it. He knew where it was going. The frustrating Jack Clark. The frustrating Jack Clark. <laughs> With another goal in the championship. Um, to be fair, he hadn't done it for about 15 or so before. Uh, and, and to be fair, like the, the saves there keep him made second half. From Roberts. Ch- yeah, Roberts and another one. I can't remember which one. If it was Diallo, it took a deflection. He had to get one arm down. Really good save. Um, but other than that, I don't think we got in the box enough. Um, and it, I always just felt all game they were dangerous, especially on both flanks. Mm-hmm. I think Alessi and Hume both had tough games today because I think that's the most they've been challenged in a while. I'd say from wingers who were direct at running at them. So that that's, that's it's it's just one of them. They're in good form, and that was their first penalty for four hundred and seventy odd days. I've seen that as a website, isn't it? Have Bristol yeah. had a penalty? Or something. And it's just peak that it's bloody Sunderland who have to be the the butt of the jokes. Oh, we got a penalty in Sunderland. And it was in stoppage time. It's it's frustrating, but we're still fifth in the championship. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 one of them. It, it, if they'd scored earlier when they were on top in the first half, and we came out here with a point, and saying good point against a decent team. It's the manner of it. Why it's it's frustrating, but take a point and move on. I have to be honest, and obviously we didn't do the the review show after Redden last week because obviously I was in um, Madrid and that. But obviously Redden, I think, were probably the worst side that's came to this team like this season, if I'm honest with you. Before we get into the nuts and balls and then was it a penalty, what are your thoughts on the penalty to deserve a draw and Geltart and other things we'll get on to. I think Bristol City, considering they're like 18th and 19th, one of the best sides we came to the stadium this season and I think they actually had a goal. Aye, they've got some good technical players and I think they've got pace. So, uh, the only thing I would say is I think they're a bit fragile at the back, which mm. when we were on top it showed them panicking a bit and I don't think we did that enough. If I had to have one side criticism, we didn't turn the defenders around enough at their own goal. But when we did, we looked dangerous. Um, but I, I think they've signed some good players. And Mehmet, he's a good player. They've got, they say they've, they've got the Harry Cornigan from Luton, who's been playing consistently this level for a while, and they've used the same menu money to get three or four players in. I think it was going ahead, but eventually, when we sell a player, that's what we've got to do. We've got to replace one player with three or four good quality players. I was and surprised at how that Alex Scott was I was quite looking forward to seeing but you touched on um, I think it's Memedy is he? Memedy I always thought he was decent at Wickham and then, but the step up like we thought was quite big obviously either we're really really good or the step up's not as big as we thought it was I think it's probably more the former than the latter if I'm honest but um, I do think he looks really good like I actually I said is Alex Scott that number 11 because I've never really seen him before apart from on TV so and then someone was like, "Hang on, I'll check my phone," and it was not. It's a, it's a lad from from Wickham who likes to punch Luke and I now and again. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought he was really good, and and I think it's very rare we like to come on and talk about other teams. But uh, you know, I'm sure people won't mind us saying, and I think people might agree. I thought I thought they were really good today. I thought that I thought they actually deserved the point in that. 
I think I, I think ultimately look it's it's a pain in the absolute fucking arse that they scored in the 91st 92nd minute through a penalty that we'll get into but I, I, my first thoughts I haven't watched about a replay I've only seen it still but my first thoughts were yeah Stonewaller um, I, I think ultimately like they were one of the better sides to come up against and I think if it had happened in another way if they'd scored first or they'd scored 10 minutes from time you'd go well the lads still got clapped off I think it was not through lack of effort it wasn't things weren't perfect today things were far from grim and dull and awful and we're fifth off top in the championship on another day that penalty doesn't happen on another day Patrick Gobberchuk goes in and I know it wasn't another day but ultimately you can't win all of them Aye it's so you I think you've summed it up really well there. It was a good championship game between two play- teams that have got obvious deficiencies but also a lot of quality and but young quality players. Um, I think we're a bit leggy, mm-hmm. certain individuals, but at the same time, it's going to happen. The young lads going in the first season of professional football and not used to playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Thankfully, Tuesday's our last midweek game for a while, so that might not affect us as much, but also we go on a Tuesday against a team Rotherham who are struggling it's another opportunity to get more points on the board we've picked up another point at home in the championship against a decent side so all the teams around us Luton didn't win they got beat all right Burnley it's only really Millwall I think and Borough who have won around yeah. there Norwich Drew Wigan you know it's only Blackburn who beat Swansea that takes Swansea out with totally now I think it's everyone's beating everyone and it's it's just one of them where I feel like if we came out there and won we'd be buzzing but you mentioned the manner of it if they'd went one nil up which to be fair if it wasn't front of Funny Patterson's fingertips in the first half they probably should it's and a fair result aye it is it's a fair result sometimes you've got to call it it's just it's, it's the fact we're so close that's what hurts you the most you know you're like it was almost frustrating as well the fact that like Pato made an amazing penalty save and he saved I think almost every penalty he's faced if not every penalty he's faced this season it was almost like a resignation that when we got there I was like ah he's not saving like four in a row or three in a row or whatever but I think um I don't like when you pick on negatives and I think we've kind of touched that there wasn't really many um, and I'm certainly not attributing like the fact that we didn't win today on this but I think a lot of people look at Hume for the penalty um, look I haven't watched a replay of it I've only seen this still on the still I can see his shirt getting tugged which is interesting um, the manner of doing sometimes these sort of podcasts is you don't get the benefit of seeing what it was like but my initial reaction was I didn't complain at all I went ah pen aye. and I thought I thought Hume struggled a bit today which is the first time in about what 10 games so I'm not going to attribute any blame to, to him for that today but for me it was a pen I, was a, I think it was a tired challenge by yeah. a player who's played a lot of games for the first time in his career at this level and that one position in fairness with Kuchel injured is the only one that we haven't been able to rotate like certainly at least he'd been mm. rotated Roberts just came off early, Ahmad's came off early, Clark's came off early on them wide areas. He's the only one I think that's played every minute. And yeah. I think today, the last 20 minutes, it probably showed. Which, you know, there's no shame in that, you know. It, it happens, especially at this level where he's playing good players, good wingers. They freshened it up with the subs, and I think that impetus probably got them the point, you know. But they were brave and they, they took a gamble from my end in the north stands, other side, so. It just looked like he went on, fell on top of him, and as soon as he went on, everyone just thought empty. And to be fair, Adam, other than Hume, I don't think there was much arguing. Nah. From what I from what I remember, obviously it's very raw. Have me able to watch it back. But. I want to see it back because of the still I seen, and it seems like his shirt's getting tugged, and it looks like that he's tugging Hume's shirt. Which if he's tugging it and Hume hasn't tugged his first, then you could say, well, is that not a, from our side a free kick first I, and foremost? I'd also like but, to see the one that I might have healed for. 
I would actually, because I, I can't was, tell. But that was right in front of us, but it did look like the leg came from behind. And it looked like he'd got the ball and it went through him to get the ball a bit like when Dan Neal previously yes. had got. If not, it's Swansea. It, yeah. It's, are you, a few weeks ago when like he went through and cleared on goal and it looked like he got tucked down. What do you mean today? Not like today. Dan, oh, right, Dan yeah, yeah. Um, he made a tackle from behind and he got the ball, but then the referee went, oh, you're going from behind. So, like I say, it's, it's very infinite little details that we're, we're trying to inspect. But I think on the negative side, I was saying there, as I came out with Ashley, I said, like, X, Y, Z. Like, like a, the, their goal or their penalty came from Daniel having that kind of brain fart in midfield for a minute and forgetting that someone might actually take him on that's actually where it came from I think but I'm really splitting hairs like I'm really I really am splitting hairs and I think that the reason I'm probably not sounding like I'm like doing cartwheels is just because of the manner of how it came like you kind of concede in the last minute and be like oh well that was mint Aye, um, but there's a lot of good things to take out of it and before I go into individual performances and yada 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 and looking at Tuesday uh, jackpot sick what a goal that was <laughs> like, as soon as he left his foot unbelievable ping it he's He's, he's so good but he's so dangerous at cutting inside like if you're right back all you think oh don't let him inside don't let him inside don't it oh shit he's inside I I, it, it's alright saying don't let him inside but how do you stop him because then he, what he did really well is I picked up on a the, the, literally the attack before that he dragged it on his left and pulled it across so then I think the, the fall back and then his mind was like well he's going to do that so that, that's, he's a good intelligent player and I thought his defensive work was good today and maybe you know he came off because he was knackered but again, more goals and con- goal contributions from a player who's stepped up again, a young lad playing his first full season, week in, week out, at the championship. And it's, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm happy because we're in the playoffs at this time. I know everyone may think, oh, we lost, we lost two points there. Aye, but you've got to be realistic. If you'd offered us seven points, I think, from yeah, took it. Redden, QPR and Bristol City, I would have probably stuck it, aye. It's Winning Tuesday, you forget about that in the instant. Aye, you say, I think, well, that's I think Tuesday is probably one where you look at the team positions and you think, right, anything but a win there is annoying. I fancy us against anyone, me. That's aye. the thing, and, that, and that's the beauty of the entire I think, season. I think Pritchard's ready to start now. I would get Pritch back in, yeah. yeah. What was so good about Pritchard is pressing from the front. And then I'd also like to see Gelhart play with Pritchard. I don't think hundred percent. Right, I don't think they've been given enough time. And also Gelhart was frustrating in times today, but he also the way he got the ball and ran at them and laid Clark off for the goal was brilliant. Look, it's an assist, it's an assist, and I uh, think uh, there's a confidence few people, in it. I know we spoke about him at half time and went, oh no, like, uh, and that's just natural, like. But it doesn't think, look like scoring, but his overall contribution is hard work is there. I feel like he just needs one like to gang in off his arse, like from a deflection, and it'll just click. But I think if we're talking the same about this in six games time, then I'm panicking a lot. I think uh, I'm, maybe I'm, in reflection we're a bit harsher at half time. Especially me, but I said we will grid like because that's that's, yeah. that's very fucking offensive. No, uh, I think I think I think the I think the comment about Will Grigg is more a case of like for the first four games you went oh no, but he rounded the keeper and all that kind of I stuff. We're just scarred people, all right? We're scarred. But I think. Um, I was surprised he took Mishu off. I see him. I thought it would be Neil. Can we discuss Luke Nine? It's piggyback. <laughs> what's, he do, what's he doing, man? The only thing I'm thinking is he must be close to 10 yellow cards now. Oh, yeah. That's, that'll be another two game ban, so the less that could happen. I thought he did well when he came on. I did. He I thought we played all better football when we went one to look, which was weird. But we went one to look, then we thought, right, yeah, let's play all game. I don't know if that's because Bristol then had to come up a bit more or not, but. Um, did we go to... I think Mowbray's subs have been really good, and I'm not saying this is true, I'm just posing the question. Were the, were the subs maybe the wrong people? Um, nah, I think 
I think if anything, I thought there were the subs I was actually on, so get Sirkin on, give Alessi cover, get Pritchard, Pritchard on cover more. Did Equa go up front? Equa played like a midfield, he played like a Roman midfield role, which Roberts, Ahmad was playing, but then mm. when Roberts came off, he went off. Roberts did start to look tired, so it was one. Honestly, I just think it's just one of them where you look back and think, kicking the bars. We're, we're literally like one tackle, one tackle away from another three points and comfortable, you know. And it's, it's two points dropped and the, the way it happened, but. If you'd offered us a point at half time the way they would be, and we probably would have took it. And then the form side in the league, and again, like, look. You can see why, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they were. Again, we never, never. The, the season's been. Well, not, we don't never praise other teams, but our season's been so good. It's been. We've only really had time to speak about Sunderland, and I, I honestly was really impressed with them today. I thought they were. Like Nippy, I thought they were one of the teams that came to the stadium, and like, I think the time wasted a bit at the start, but I think then the kind of. You can see a team when they're playing with confidence and they definitely, definitely have it. I never felt they were out of it even when the five minutes went up. Uh, I don't know where you got five minutes from, by the way. I think you give it because there's that many subs. Different time, 30 seconds sub, both teams have been three and they're not. Say why. This always happens, by the way. There's every live podcast. Every live podcast is either a train or an ambulance. But, like you say, I'm, it's, it's hard. Like, you don't really want to talk much about dissecting it. I know that's what we're here today, but you didn't want it because... It's, it's, it's a game of football where you could have won it keep both teams have made saves straight to lose the goal the way we did in a penalty in, in the ground I think everyone thought it was a penalty so if, yeah, it, if so. it's not a penalty then you've still got to give the referee kind of the benefit of the doubt because everyone else thought it was we would have shouted for it I think I, it's, it, it evens itself over the season I do believe that I want to watch it back because that, that still is interesting. Like I say, like for people listening that I haven't seen a replay, my instant instinct was Stonewaller. Of course, it is 100%. Look at his hands were open, like he got random. But it's interesting that there was that still. I think that I put on the put on the Twitter where like Hume's getting his shirt, his, his shirt tucked first. However, there's nothing to say that Hume wasn't tucking his shirt there, and it's been six and two halves to the other. Uh, it's fell into the box. Yeah, it could quite easily Very be the similar. same kind. Uh, However, if it is the lad tucking his shirt first, and I think that's. But really, mm. I think it is a shame. I know Gucci hasn't been fantastic this season, but I think Tuesday would probably be one where you'd love to give him a break. But without Gucci, you, you have, we're having we could be a nine right back, potentially. But again, I don't want to be too critical on the lad because he's been superb since he came in. Nah, same. His first mistake, let's go on, his first mistake. And he also, I thought, was very good coming into the centre midfield and getting the ball today, which then created space for Robert setting off on a wide. It's, 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 it's a result that is frustrating, but you, you come out and you're like, ah, fair enough, it's fine. Tell you what, mind these kids shouting and screaming outside the fans museum, which is where we're at, one of them sounds like s- satanic. Like, he's so growling, man. Like, so I think we'll leave it on that note with the satanic uh, child. I bet he's called Damien. He looks like Damien. Have you got a 666 on your team? Aye. Um, but like you say, we go again. Aye, We've got an opportunity on. next week. Two, two way games again, but Rotherham, one you'd expect to win. Another sold out, sold out away crowd, it's not too far to travel. It just feels like a game that way, if we get the first goal, we can put that to bed. And Commentary away is always a tough game, but again, mm. I just feel, on our day, away from home, I, I don't know why, I just feel more confident than at home, which is weird. I feel as a team in the tight games, nine times out of ten, and today was the one time out of ten probably, but we've got the X Factor to kill a game off. Like Jack Clark's goal today, you feel like that's within us. Oh, I definitely have got players of quality all over the pitch, do and that matters in games like in the championship. You see, that every game, Burnley aside, probably is like two and throwing from like 
go here, go there, and it's little bits of moments of quality that, that change the game. And for me, we show that little. I mean, some of the like close control and like the way like Diallo is bringing down. Like, oh man, unbelievable! We've got top quality players. I think it's just about killing games off now when we're on top. There's Premier League quality players in oh, there. there. Not in high level, but there's Premier League quality players in there. Definitely, and I think just go again. Yeah, just ourselves down. It is what it is. But let's not get too forensic Aye. about it and stick to what we do. Freshen it up, I think. I agree there. You sound a bit like Lee Johnson there, and there's nothing too forensic about it. Oh, um, God, but I know what you mean, up. though. I think you can. That's you offensive, can, that one. It's really offensive. You can decipher things and go in and, and kind yeah. of, in a way, when doing the podcast, you want to do that. But in reality, it's like we could have put done this in five minutes. I would cut off. We could have just went two bits of good quality on both sides. I think today, one keeper saves, passing saves, hours, Clarks goes in, two keepers are full of good saves, and it probably is family. Aye. In we should have probably just done that instead of having the screaming kids over the top. Potentially, but <laughs> people aren't going to be able to do their commutes at five minutes. No, that's very true. To, so. so if you are walking the dog, or I don't know, having a shit on the bog, or I don't know, maybe even going on your your Sunday morning run, um, whatever it may be. Well, listening at work. We're here by. for you. We're there. Yeah, here for you. Like, subscribe, and uh, actually unsubscribe if you want. Do you want? I prefer to subscribe and share it around. Yeah, you might. I don't. Uh, Pressure. Praise us all on all the forums. Tell us how great we are. Just to stroke our egos. Uh, because that's what I'm here for. That's what we do it for, really. But um, <laughs> don't tell them. So Dave does it for. Uh, def- definitely. Dave's devastated. Do it for Dave. Do it for Dave. 